It is Sunday, and both American League Divisional Series are at a score of two games to none. Let's get into it. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Talking Baseball. We said we'd do them every day. We've been doing them every day. A little later today, by accident. I apologize. But my name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have Jake with me in Denver. Who's going? He's going handheld mic. He took the mic off his stand, said, fuck it, I'm going handheld. So Jake's so ready to go. That's when you know, wow, he's ready to go. It's a mood. It's a mood. I'm not I'm not gonna lean in and talk to the mic. The mic's coming to me today. Yeah, you're gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold that damn mic. This episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by Jared Gott. You gotta go. Jason Dorn. The Dorn, the people of Dorn. Jay Dorn. I, I, a, I don't think of Game of Thrones. Love a Dornish woman. I think of Major League. Yeah, Roger. Roger Dorn. Speaking of Roger, the next one is Ryan Thayer. He's got Y's in both names, and they make different Dorn. sounds. Ryan. Throw your hands so up I, in the Thayer. And then Thay- Thayer. Like A R. Oh, that's bad. Adam Hammer. Yep. Out of the oh. bullpen every day. And Phil. What's Phil? Major League player? Coke. Oh. You think Phil it's Hughes. Phil? I thought it was Phil Necro if he's still alive. Oh, he is. Cool. Thank Are you there for any supporting. current Phils in the major leagues? Phil Got Irvin him. and Phil Gosselin. Who's Phil Gosselin? I like, I like big Phil Irvin. He's that big dude. He's that big dude on the Reds. Who's Phil Gosselin? Um, I'm so maybe we're gonna lose some street. He's got to be a reliever. Oh no, pinch hitter, second baseman, third baseman. Um, yeah, he was on the Phillies bench this year. Good for him. Good for you, Phil Gosselin. Phil Gosselin has played <laughs> Major League Baseball from 2013 till now. Oh. It's impossible to know every player. Braves bench to the Diamondbacks bench to the Pittsburgh bench to the Texas bench to the Cincy bench to the Philly bench. Phil Gosselin. I love it. Good for him. All right, those are our most recent Patreon Supporters, $2 a month. They get to hang out live with us while we record. It's some other perks. really helps us out. We appreciate it. Jake, only two games. Only two games to recap. Only two games to preview. A little lesser day than yesterday, which was madness. But tomorrow, Monday, will be madness again. Again. How are you doing, Jim? uh, I'm good. I haven't had my sip of coffee yet, so I'm going to do that at some point. It's a little hot. That'll wake me up a little bit. I'm a little tired. Talking Yanks at night and talking baseball in the morning is like, whoa. But no talking Yanks tonight, so that, that eases that up. Yeah, I had my first. I I entered it. It's a feeling I don't know if I felt in a long time. Probably not since probably not since opening day. I, you were I entered say a base nom. I entered a baseball coma. Um, I think people are very familiar with the football coma. You that first day of football, you watch seven hours of games and you're like, Whoa, <laughs> where am I? That ninth inning of the Houston Tampa game, it, it felt like the Wolf of Wall Street Quaalude scene. Like I was I was on my couch like trying my hardest not to fall asleep, like any I was <laughs> it's like Rays either do it or don't. Okay, (laughs) like, like make this happen or get out of here. Like I was I guess I was kind of well, I wouldn't say I'm fully with the Houston fans, um, but I was just like, come on, let's let's not dick around and do this whole dance. Like (laughs) either put one in the boxes or end it. Um, 
But it, I mean, that was an insane baseball game. It was. We got to talk a lot about it. But yeah, last night I was watching. They dropped the new, the latest Peaky Blinders season on me. It's like, come right. on, I got to watch twelve hours of baseball every day, and you're going to drop the new season of Peaky Blinders on me in the middle. So I actually went. My my noise screen was Peaky Blinders while I had the Rays Houston on in the background. Mm. And I was the same way. I was tired. I was like, I want to go to sleep. Either make magic happen or just get out. Yeah. But instead, they just tickled us, tricked us. It was a tickle, and I do want to reach out to our Houston fans because it is well known we like the Yankees, and there's some tension there um, because we know what this everything that we've been building for, we are on path for it. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I was kind of I. Yankee fans and their DS have not felt what Houston fans were feeling in that eighth and ninth inning yet. So I I was feeling for them. No. Well, the thing about Houston fans is... Here we go. No, I don't care about Houston fans. They think that, like, we're a rivalry. I guess there's some Yankee fans that think we're a rivalry, too. Like, I don't... I, like, Houston's good. They got a lot of guys that are really fun to root for. I yeah. hope they lose, because I want the Yankees to beat them. But if you don't think, like, outside fans are impressed, you're crazy. Like, Cole was amazing to watch last night. Jose yeah. Altuve is, fant- like, fantastic to watch. I go watch no, Jose I- Altuve all the time. But then I have Houston fans tweeting at me and leaving comments like, why do you hate Houston so much? I don't think I've ever said a bad word about their team. Yeah. Well, except that one guy, their head trainer. We found out his name. His name is... I don't think... I said nothing bad about him. He just looks like a trainer. He is a trainer. Right. His name's Trey something. Um, Which is a good name for Trey. Okay. And yeah, I, I think the rivalry thing is kind of interesting, and we'll we'll see if they link up. But there's... I, I think you have to look at it as... Like, there's a new... I, I think there's a new thing in sports that's like modern rivals. Like, Golden State and Cleveland. They weren't rivals, but for those four years, they were. Mm-hmm. Um and I think if Yankees and Houston link up again, there's there's something there. So um, Ohio State and, and Florida State, two thousand seven to two thousand eight, whatever years it was. I don't know what years it was. All right, um, it's a great modern then, rival. And then, uh, yeah. So, an uh, early spoiler: if if you're a Rays fan or you're a Twins fan, you might want to turn your ear holes off because the ALCS has been decided. Yeah, yeah. Think so. Do you have do you have burns? I've got burns. All right, let's burn. Which game do you want to do first? We've been doing them in chronological order, so we can do that if we want. Yeah, chronological order is how the whole world should work. Whoa! Don't jumble around my brain. Keep it in order. Here we go. The burns, Jake. Yeah. Are brought to you by. Hopefully, someone. Okay. Hopefully someone. Here we go. On your mark. Get. You're set. Burn. Game two into Bronx as the Yankees try to get Randy, baby. Yeah, off of Dobnak and the Twins. And a very special Tanaka Tuesday this Saturday for the Yankees as Masahiro and the boys try to take full control of this series. Bottom one, Yanks flip the Twins, the bird, more so a parrot as Edwin. He just hits, baby. RBI single, one nothing pinstripes. Bottom three, the Yankees ended the Twins season. Giancarlo, oh, so close. Just missed a grand slam. It's a sack fly. That plate's one. Clay Burr as he has ice in his veins with an RBI single. Then I'm sicker than your average. Gregorius. The hero this city deserves as the Dark Knight sends one into the Dark Knight Grand Salami. And after Uncle Brett, sl- <laughs> Uncle Brett slaps a single, it's 8-0 Yankees after three. And the other story of this game, Masahiro Tanaka. He went all MC Hammer on the Twins because they can't touch him. Five innings pitched, one earned run, seven Ks. It's a route. Tank to Canely to Vino to Lions to Lasagna. Yanks win the game 8-2 and win the series two games to none. The Yankees, the first team that got to throw 
just completely slot pitchers in a game? Yeah, I mean, I guess the the other game that was close to a domination was the Dodgers game one, and they threw Joe Kelly at the end, who he wouldn't be their normal closer, but he's not slop for them. He's a guy that they, they need. No, like Tyler Lyons and, and Johnny Lasagna are on a whole new level at the Yankees threw them out. So I think it's the first first game that, as a third-party fan, just a real dud. Twins and didn't it depend, give anything. depends what you think about the guys coming out of the Braves' bullpen. Boing, boing, boing. Uh, do it again. Better. Nice. Soundboard. Human soundboard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Twins threw um, Randy Dobnak. Yeah. And this is not second guessing. This is always be the dumbest decision ever. And uh, Twins fans are saying, well, who else was he going to throw? Like, you know, Pineda got hurt. Our starters got hurt. There's so many other things you could have done besides start yeah. Randy Dobnak, who has 28 innings pitched in his career, and only one of them was against a playoff team. And he's never faced the Yankees or pitched in Yankee Stadium or pitched in an environment that is so hostile in his life. Like, you could have opened with star Gratterall or Sergio Romo, then giving it to Dobnak. You could have just started Odorizzi, who, sure, um, he's a fly ball pitcher, and the reason they didn't start him was because of that, but he might be a little well-versed to start a postseason game at Yankee Stadium. Experience matters. It seems like a real dumb call. I said it before, and I'll say it now when it didn't work. Yeah, I, I like saving Odorizzi for Game 3. I think that gives them their best chance to win a game in the series. Uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, Randy Dobnak and all the Uber stuff, we all know. Um, you know, Todd Frazier, Little League, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the opener thing, I, I can't believe we, we didn't fully dive into this more because Dobnak had been good for the Twins. You know, he had a really solid season. It was against a lot of... Bad teams, not no sugarcoating it. Bad teams, um, and if you're gonna use him, use him as the bulk guy. I I mean, have Sergio Romo, who's got a ton of experience. Have Bruce Dargratterall, who's got your best stuff and had your best inning of playoff baseball so far. Have them come in and face, you know, Lemayhew, Judge, and Gardy, and maybe Stanton and. Or, or Edwin in that first inning. Have them come in full relief mode to try to shut down the Yankees for one inning and try to stop the crowd for one inning, and you didn't do that. And I, that that would be my biggest question as Twins fans, because you're right. At a certain point when you go down the line, Randy Dobnak would have had to give you a couple good innings in this baseball game. Um, he was your best available option, um, to throw him out, he wasn't going to get through the Yankees' top of the order twice, and he didn't. Yeah. Um, so it's it's, it, I don't know, and and maybe he's not comfortable coming out of the pin, but he is because he's Randy Dobnak. He doesn't get a vote. Um, so yeah, it was it was a tough look, and then that that third inning was just it's it's what you expect. And Didi, the guy who's struggling, the guy that. Uh, Yankees analytics geeks are saying shouldn't be in there. What does he do? He hits another huge postseason home run. One of the and hey, correct us if I'm wrong. Talking Jake at John Boy. One of the cooler pimped home runs you'll ever see because he almost falls. <laughs> he was gonna do like a big whirly bird pimp and then he saves it and then he throws it. Um, but I mean, just it, yeah, domination. If if you've seen it, there was a lot of discussion. Did Didi think that was foul, or was he about to do the biggest pimp job ever then stopped halfway? It's the latter. He confirmed it. He knew it was gone. He was about to wind up and fucking wing the bat with his left hand, and then halfway through was like, nah, 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 nah. It's just the twins. It's just round one. We're good. This isn't a surprise. Yeah. So it's awesome. And the, the other story... Um, and I mean, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, but the other story from this game is Tanaka. He's a monster in the postseason. He's now 35 innings, uh, to the tune of a one, five, four ERA. His ERA did go up after the five innings pitch one earned run. Uh, so he'll try to bounce back from that. But, 
Tanaka is a proven postseason stud. Uh, he's a regular season stud too. If you want to, you could take out two of Masahiro Tanaka's starts, and he his season looks incredible. And yeah, you could do that with a lot of guys. I get it, but he was an All Star this year. The London start kind of screwed him, and he fell on the sword one game. Uh, but Tanaka, you know, when people were questioning this Yankees rotation and being like, "Well, Masahiro Tanaka's got a four five ERA," that doesn't matter. He's been there. He, he had to change his splitter grip, Jim. I know you were deep into that for a little while because you're a big tank guy, um, but he's he's a stud. Well, it's uh, just a story of the the new baseballs <clears throat> with the new things. He refused to change his splitter grip because he had the same splitter grip for a decade. He'd been pitching with the same grip. <laughs> it worked. Grip, and it worked. <laughs> it'd been he, working. <laughs> and it worked for a decade to make him one of, the, one of the best out pitches. I think in 2017, his splitter was the best out pitch. Or 2018. Sorry, 2018. Best swing and miss stuff. <clears throat> and then he just completely lost it. And he was he was hesitant to change the grip because that's all he'd done forever. Yeah. And then what happened was the Yankees hitting or Yankees pitching coach went and found a ball from 2018 and had him hold it and then had him hold the new one. And that's when the light bulb went off and was like, wow, okay, yeah. I really do need to adjust for the new balls. So now his grip has a lot more laces in it than it did before. It's kind of interesting story. It it really is, especially if if you're a pitching geek or if you're just a, a baseball person. Um, but Tanaka Tanaka does his thing. Uh, they kick it to Canely and Adovino, who have been a little mad recently for the Yanks, but they come in and they look solid. And then yeah, like you said, I mean, this was the first time we've seen kind of not guys that teams would would go to in the bullpen. Um, I mean, these are the last two guys on the Yankees roster, basically in Lions and lasagna and they finish the game. Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if you're Minnesota, you're, you're in a, you're in a tough place right now. Um, I, you're going to have to mix things up a little bit. You are going home. You, you, we, we did this a little bit on talking Yanks, but you're going home. Rocco Baldelli saying like, Hey, they held serve. It's our turn to hold serve at home. You have Oda Rizzi, who I think is the guy you'd probably trust the most um, in a playoff game if you're the Rays. Uh, he's, you know, he's been around since 2012. Uh, he had a lot of solid years for uh, Tampa. I'm trying to see, has he pitched in the postseason before? I don't think so. Um, but he, he's a guy that's been around the block before. This isn't a shot at Barrios or anything, but I'm He's he's just been doing it for longer, so I don't know. I I think they give a fight uh, on tomorrow. Um, if if they want to do it with the state of their bullpen right now, they're gonna have to have a big lead. They they need like a four run lead with going into the seventh. I, I yeah. think to win that game, which I don't know if they can do that. The last time the Yankees faced Odorizzi, he went four innings pitch, ten hits, nine earned runs. Not a great sign. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. I hope that it's, it goes in three. Maybe the Twins win one at home. Um, I don't see the Twins doing a miraculous comeback here. No, no. I and, think, hey, uh, I, I try to say that, like, holding back bias. If you listen to MLB Network or any of the talking heads on yeah. any network, they've been ruthless to the Twins. More ruthless yeah. than I've been, and I've been pretty hard on them. Yeah, and it's... um. Yeah, it's it's it was a tough matchup for them. Not that Houston would have been a better one, um, but yeah, the the twin the Ale's a two team league. If you heard me at the end of the burn say Yankees win the series two zero, that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't an error like I made yesterday when I was talking about Annabelle Sanchez on the Braves. That was <laughs> that was just the coffee going through my system. Um, it's uh, it's, sorry, Twins fans. We apologize. We apologize, but it's uh, AL's a two-team league this year. The other storyline coming out of this game that's still going on my phone, at least, is people are upset that the Yankee fans chanted Uber at the Randy yeah. Dobnak, which every now and then you just reminded how much people suck. Yeah. To turning it into like such a bigger thing. It's crazy. 2019 crazy how you you know what i keep getting and this is what i something i'd like to change the narrative on 
keep getting sure. like all the rich Yankee fans making fun of a guy who needs a second job. Like, I don't think you could be any more wrong about the people that are watching Yankees games in the bleachers and the box seats in the outfield. Yeah. Like that is the most working class people of working. There's anyone that understands the necessity of a second job. It's the people in the bleachers and the box seats at Yankee Stadium who live in New York City. Uh, you couldn't yeah. be. It's weird that I didn't know that people think of Yankees. Like I know the press seat, the box seats, but like bleacher creatures as rich elitist. You'd be fucking kidding me. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of drunk blue collar work. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's it's the definition of 2019. It's it's it was supposed to be ball busting and good fun. It ties into pay minor league players, pays into just people not liking the Yankees. Um, it, it's you know if you want to come at it from a different angle, you have a slot to come in, and whenever that's open to people, they're gonna. Yeah, so offensive, really. They just yeah. chanted the one thing they knew about the guy. Bob Costas, dude, and then Big Poppy was even meaner on the postgame show. He goes, the Twins should go yeah. get the Twins. Well, the starter they got from Uber didn't work. They should go to Target to get a Game 3 starter. That's what Big Poppy said. Right? Are we going to cancel Big Poppy now? <laughs> like, um, jokes aren't allowed anymore. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a good joke by it's, Poppy. Uh, it's tough, and I mean, at the same time, hey, you know, if, if you're someone that's like, oh, Randy Dobnak didn't ask for this, he came out before the game and he said the the louder the crowd the 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 more I like it. <laughs> yeah, so, and he's probably gonna put Uber on the back of his players' weekend jersey. Yeah, I mean it's, it's funny. It, at 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 the end of the day, pe- people can make anything an issue if they want to. Yeah. All right, let's burn the Astros Rays game, which was a lot more intense than the Yankees Twins, and this one's brought to you by. If we didn't have an ad there, it's brought to you by Jake's butt. Here we go. My butt. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Game two of the Orange Bowl is defending AL Cy Young winner Blake. What's that smell? As the Rays try to work out any runs off future AL Cy Young winner Garrett Cole World. Can't get enough. Snell looked really good and only made one mistake. And mistake is loosely used when it's a solo shot to Alex Bregman. Snell in the Rays' biggest problem? 2011 MLB number one overall pick Garrett Allen Cole. He went all Clint Capella on Tampa with 15 punchouts for Houston. Seventh player in playoff history with 15 or more strikeouts in a game. Impressive. Martin Maldonado and Carlos Correa with the Geico insurance runs. Houston would roll. Time out. Those pesky Rays. Top eight. Tying run on base. The Yandy man can't. Osuna strikes out Diaz. Top nine. Base is loaded with Rays and no outs. Puckle up. Avisail Garcia into the fielder's choice. Run for an out. Houston will take it. Another walk. Base is loaded. Osuna's yanked. Will the thrill Harris. Huge strikeout of Travis, who looked like he had darn no idea what was going on. Kiermaier grounds out. Tampa puts a scare on him late, but Houston wins 3-1 final. Who? I think the Rays are going to get a game. I clearly don't think they're going to win, but these games right. have been closer. And Cole, I mean, Cole's very, very good. So you, no one is shocked by this line by Garrett Cole. It's, but it is like top tier even for Garrett Cole. Like amazing. Yeah, I mean, 15 outing. Ks. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a one nothing game going into the seventh and then 2 nothing going into the eighth. Um, so like despite that, then they had bases loaded, no outs. If the Rays were to come through, I mean, I couldn't even imagine wasting a coal start like that. And same with Verlander yesterday, or it was close again. So, like, the Rays are there. They're playing with them. The Twins aren't playing with the Yankees. The Rays are playing with the Astros. The, the Astros the Rays are much better. The Rays have clearly established themselves as the third best team in the AL. And if um, and if if Lau or Low 
doesn't drop that ball in game one, then you have like a four to two game in game one. And uh, it's been closer. Now, the Astros are the better team up and down the board, but yeah. their their hitters have been held to bay like a little bit, kind of enough. And Osuna's and, a problem. Yeah, I mean, the, the, Rays, the Rays pitching has never been the issue. Like you said, you take out that ear, error yesterday, that game looks a lot better. And, I mean, even with yesterday's game, but... Yeah, I mean, the and when you go through that Rays lineup and you compare it to Houston, there's kind of this, like, oh, my moment. Um, that I, at Tampa just doesn't have the same caliber of sticks. This isn't a shot at Tampa. Houston's an incredible team. Um, but, again, they were there in the 8th and the ninth, and, yeah, you're a bloop double down the line away from, like, a, you know, Tampa stole one in Houston, which would be insane. Um it, it will be interesting to see game three at the Trop. I, I think there's something to the idea that, like, Grinky's really good, but he's not where Cole and Verlander are right now. Um, he's definitely the weakest link. And oh. I don't know, just going back to Tampa, we'll see what that stadium is looking like, and we'll see if the oddities of the Trop get involved. Um, but you're right. I think like I think Tampa will be the favorite in Game Three to win the game, or at least a toss up, Vegas, Vegas wise. So who's who's pitching for Tampa in Game Three? So Game Three will be. Let me get off Jake Odorizzi's page. Um, he used to pitch for Tampa, um, which is why I thought he would be fine handling Yankee Stadium. And Jim, this is. A, it's Charlie Morton. It's Morton versus Grinky. So Morton's got the advantage there, actually. On the season stats, I, Morton's been better, right? Morton's been better. Um, and I, I I, don't know. I mean, they are going to be favored in game three. Do with that what you want. Again, a, a oh, George oh, It's Springer. also a weird environment. Like, I don't blame the Astros for... You know what I'm hoping for? Oh, I forgot I was hoping for this. I don't know if we said this publicly. Or it was just you and I having a conversation. Remember how my one wish was don't let the Rays host the wild card game? Right. So my new wish is my second. One is the Yankees go all the way. Two is there's a fucking game altering. Yes. Catwalk shot. Yeah. That that brings it to the forefront of the national sports world. And MLB has to answer for it. Like What the fuck are we doing? That's my number two wish in the postseason right now. Yeah, like a walk. Remember, Clint Frazier hit a walk-off home run for the Yankees, but it hit a catwalk and then was caught in the outfield, so it didn't count. But it was 100%. It hit worse than a catwalk, Jim. It hit speakers that hang over the field to pump noise in to make it sound like a major league stadium. Because they don't have fans, so they hang speakers to make crowd noise. Yeah. This it is not that. a joke, by the way. If there's anyone that's like, oh, these Yankees guys are ball busting. Yeah, the Rays hang speakers from the ceiling to pump in noise. No, that's real, folks. <laughs> that's, those are facts. Yeah, it was real. It was very much real. Um, so, yeah, that's my number one wish. Uh, a game-altering catwalk or speaker shot. So I'm okay. excited. I am now excited for the games in the trot. I'm I'm excited. I'd like to see the Rays have some good energy cuz I I know it's a small fan base and they 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 don't have a ton to root for. But I mean that is about as brutal as it gets in baseball having to face Verlander and Cole. And like hey, the Yankees are going to do this in probably a week and I'm not going to ask for sympathy. But for the first seven innings, you basically know, like, we're not going to take this game over. <laughs> like, it's it's not like, like, hey, let's let's get a couple guys on, get a couple three-run shots and win this game. It's like, no, let's kill for a run. Um, so, and, and hey, shout out to Tampa for, for putting together rallies in the eighth inning and the ninth inning when that was their only shot. Yeah, shout out to them. I was shout trying to, to find... Guys. Trying to find Morton and Granke's stats. Because they're both 35 years old. But Granke's put together like a, a much better career. But my uh my thing's messing up on me, so Yeah. We'll get it on we'll get it on tomorrow's show. That's would be the smarter time to do it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
but now I have it up, and Granky's ERA has been better than Morton's. That's what I was afraid of. I thought I spoke out of turn when I said Morton's been better than Granky. Granky just doesn't come up on top list because he did two. He did the NL then the AL. Right. So I did speak out of turn. Granky's season has been more impressive than Morton's in a way. In a way. In every way that I judge seasons. So they both started the same amount of games, Jake, 33. And then Granky pitched more innings to a better ERA. So therefore, in my brain, all I care about is how many innings did you pitch and how many runs did you let up. So Granky's been better. National League, bruh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Better results. National League. Pitchers and DHs. Little different NL NL West and AL East. IMO. IMO. Anything else from this Rays game? Are you worried about Osuna? Gives up. That's someone on base. Like, his whip's been pretty bad his last seven or eight games. I think it's at least, on average, almost one person gets on. It's never good when yeah. your closer has to hand you the ball. Yeah, and they, they did bring him in for the last out of the eighth, and he got that, and that was the most important out he needed to get. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you just have to treat him. Like, I, I know Osuna's, you know, a really a, a good closer, but this is playoff baseball, and they did the right thing. Um, I mean, if they dug their heels in and said, Osuna, you got this is your game, they would have lost. <laughs> yeah. They would have very much lost. So the fact that Harris could come in, who I was kind of tougher on the other day because he doesn't have a ton of experience and this is his only season, he comes in and does the job. The Darno at bat, I, I made a joke in the burn, but it was really good. 3-2, fouling off pitches. Darno's a tough out when he's locked in. Um so, I mean, good on Harris for coming in. You wonder if that becomes a conversation in Houston land. Because, um, yeah, I, I think I think if you're Houston right now, the board is open. You're going to give Osuna the ninth when you can. But you're going to want one guy available because you might have to bail him out. Yeah. Yeah, you have that safety net, which you don't usually want with a closer. And you might not necessarily get if you have to pull Grinky in like the fifth or the sixth. Yeah. All right. That ends the recap portion of the show. Let's get into the preview. We got two games today, Jake. Two games today. We got Dodgers versus the Nationals. They're still playing. Yeah. Cardinals and Braves. Both series tied one game apiece. Both in new venues today. Sunday night, national audience. Who's the first game? Who got prime time? Dodgers had to, just for time slot reasons. Yeah, Dodger, Dodgers, Nats um, have the 745 start. Braves, St. Louis have the 4 Eastern time start. And, yeah, Jim, and this is... We're doing this in a little silly way, and I'm I'm sure you could guess it if you if you really wanted. But we've got some good pitching matchups that right now, as of right this moment, you don't know who it is, right? I haven't like looked it up now. Right, I'm sure you could guess it, but we'll we'll just dive in because they are fun. They are very well, fun. The Braves are throwing Soroka. Braves are throwing Soroka. The kid, the Canadian club. Uh, really, arguably the best player you don't know. Like, Jack Flaherty could also play that card, but his second half was so good, people know him. Jim, look at Soroka's game logs, and he might be your favorite pitcher in baseball. I've already done falling in love with Soroka. He only has one start that doesn't meet the John Boy requirement. Yeah. No, he's one. been amazing. Uno. He's the only pitcher I've seen with only one. Um, And, Jim, he's going against the old warrior... Adam Wainwright, who's just been through so many battles for this St. Louis franchise. I mean, it's just, it's a classic battle. The young guy versus the old guy. Um, Carpenter had a really nice bounce back season. Soroka's definitely the the younger, better player at this point, but it's playoff baseball. And I I mean, I, like, I, I'd lean Wainwright just, just because he's done it. Soroka 
has, I mean, he is 22 years old. Yeah. 22 going on 15. Yeah. Uh, so he's in an opposing stadium. I think that actually helps with the nerves sometimes. Yeah. Depends. Depends what the stadiums are, I guess. I think it helps that he got to see a couple games before going. Yeah. I think that helps more. But uh, he is young. He has been so good. Has he faced? I'm trying to see. Has he faced the? Uh, has he faced the Cardinals this year, Jake? Los Cardinals. It looks like he faced them in May. Twice. He went seven shutout. Um, yeah, he went and faced, he faced them, them twice in, in May. May. Yeah. Six innings pitched, one in, one earned run. Seven innings pitched, zero earned runs. Let's see who popped him in the in the first one. But, yeah, dude, he's been – I mean, Mike Soroka, go look at him. If you haven't heard of him, if you know how to look at game logs or you enjoy that stuff, his is so impressive. Matt Carpenter – hit an RBI single after Goldschmidt reached on catcher's interference. That's how they scored the one run off Soroka this season. Wow. And, yeah, he was he's a top 25 prospect heading into this season. And that's, that's the only curious thing that I don't know n- enough about Jim. It looks like he got hurt um, probably 2017 or 2018, and he only threw about 60 innings across major league and minor league ball last year. He's already at the 170, 174 threshold of major league innings. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see if his arm still has the same life. I mean, he's a kid and he's going to be juiced up, so I'm sure he does. Um, but yeah, I mean, Soroka, his, his game log, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to beat the dead horse a little bit, but it's about it. He only gave up five earned run once. Um, and then I think he gave up four earned runs like three times, and that's it. So, like, if if you need a guy to shove for five, six innings, which the Braves actually need more than that, um, Soroka's an awesome dude to have out there. And I'm, I root, I'm rooting for the kid because I don't want to walk away and be like, ooh, that kid was shook. He throws a two-seamer, a sinker, majority of the time which I think is fun. Like his four-seam fastball, he only throws 18% of the time. So it's all about that cross action on his sinker and then slider, kind of like Adovino, uh, but out of yeah. but a starting pitcher. And uh, I think he just attacks the zone and comes at you. And let's uh, – we could talk about the kid for a while, but I want to go to Wainwright. Um, this is going to be his – this is going to be his 13th career playoff start, his 25th career playoff appearance. He's got a 3.03 career playoff ERA, more strikeouts than innings pitch. He's obviously a different dude than when he was finishing top three in the Cy Young from 2010 till 2014. Um, kind of funny, this is just some Jake stuff that, that I like, but he came off of his big, like, I got paid contract, and he only, his contract was $2 million this year. Um, after making $20 million for about five years before that. But uh, Wainwright, he's had a really solid season, a 4-1-9 ERA over 171 innings. He's not the same dominator that he used to be. Um, but, I mean, I, if I'm St. Louis, I believe in this guy, like 100%. He's another guy that, that throws movement over power. Like his curveball, he throws majority of the time. He's always been a curveball guy. And then he's got a sinker. Uh, and the cutter like his four seam fastballs 14 percent of the time so this is a lot of finesse pitching out of these two and and Wayno's 38 now um so yeah I mean literally Adam Wainwright 38 you've seen him in the major league since <laughs> 2005 uh Soroka I think was eight years old you'll probably hear that on the broadcast for sure um and Soroka is 22 and he he looks I look young I've well, more often, I will always admit that Soroka, Soroka is a Little League jersey away from being like, oh, look at, here's the one six-foot kid at the Little League World Series. <laughs> uh, Wainwright versus the Braves, Jake. McCann, Freeman, Marcakis, Joyce, uh, all Duvall all have double-digit plate appearances. No home runs out of that crew. Uh, Marcakis has really good stats. Five hits in nine at-bats with two walks, so 636 on base percentage against Wayno. 
And I, I don't know if this is an actual what to watch for because there's so many good young guys in this game, but I'm going to be watching all the Wainwright McCann at bats, all the Wainwright Marcakis, like these old dogs that this could be their last rodeo. Like those are going to be some gnarly at bats that they're going to laugh at over some beers five years from now and be like, what were we doing? Acuna's fucking incredible. McCann can barely move. Um, but those are going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Who do you like winning this game? Honestly, I'm and, – and this could go away, as you well know, with in the first inning, but I believe in Soroka, man. I, I, I really do. I think he's, he's due for a little coming out party. I think the Braves lined up their rotation this way for a reason um, so that they could go to St. Louis and, and have a chance. Um, I, I like it. And I think, uh, I think Ronald, Ronald is also on a little bit of a, a fuck you tour himself. Like he, he came out, he got looked at badly in that, that first game. And then he kind of calmly sat there and was like, he, he knows what he has to do now. So I think, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going Braves, but after one inning, I, I need two batters that I can audible that because if Soroka has a bad two batters, I'm instantly St. Louis. Cardinals have a big baseball crowd, so their home crowd should be able to pump a lot of energy. They'll and, be rowdy. And the the like kind of old dog factor with Wayno and the nostalgic factor with that crowd going crazy, I kind of like that. I think if they can punch Soroka in the mouth early, they might be able to ride that till the end. And, Jim, they might not have to punch Soroka. If they could get him out by the seventh inning, two innings of Braves bullpen versus that St. Louis crowd, <laughs> I mean, that – that sounds like three runs at least. Ooh. But I, I don't know. I believe in the Braves lineup against Wainwright. All right. Next game, the nightcap is Dodgers versus Nationals. Dodgers win game one. Nats win game two. They fly way across the country back to Washington, D.C. That crowd is going to be so pumped up to not have a do-or-die game. The wild card was yeah. do-or-die, edge of their seats. Now they get like a game with some breathing room. Not a ton because it's a five-game set, and it's, it's now a best of three. But uh, I think they're going to be a little more like amped up and less depressed as they were in the wild card. And yeah, it's and Jim, Ryu just... versus Sanchez. So yeah, it was it was just announced like ten minutes ago that Annabal, not Scherzer, will be starting Game Three, because um, there was a lot of rumors Scherzer came out in relief in the last game. It was his throw day. Um, Annabal has been really solid for them. Um, I mean, talk about another guy that's been around the block uh, a a lot. I would be interested to see. And Jim, this is this is just strictly Jake. This isn't that something I've read. But all right, so you throw Anibal Sanchez because it's not a do or die game, and you're lined up with Scherzer at home tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a world? Yes. Anibal Sanchez goes out there. He's thrown pretty well, but he's only going to make it five. He's going to give you five innings, one earned run. He's going to Tanaka you. You're the Nationals. You have, let's say you're you're leading the game three to one. Hell, four to one. You got a nice lead. Okay. Is there any chance that you tell Scherzer, hey, let's go get this one, and you have him come out of the bullpen for a couple innings? Yeah, I think they're all hands on deck. And I think Scherzer's probably coming to him and saying, let me go get this, let me go get this. Because he's a psycho. And then, yeah, I mean, you, you you tuck Corbin in game four and you have Strasburg, Scherzer ready for game five. That's um, my brain jumped there immediately. I don't know if it's an option. Um, at the same time, having Scherzer, Strasburg lined up for four and five, <laughs> that's exactly what you want as the Nationals. But Yeah, I think, I think that sounds they, better. But I think if they have a chance to go get this game today, they don't have the bullpen to do it, and they know that. So I think either Corbin can Strasburg or go tomorrow. Um, it wouldn't be it'd be Corbin. Corbin pitch game one. Okay. Yeah, then you could do it, but that's such a weird role for Scherzer now to be in twice, and like he doesn't get to start a game. 
it's a weird role, but if it wins you games, um, and m- maybe Corbin's in this role, but I, I think you save, I think you go into this game, you say, hey, if Annabelle gets us where he gets us, let's have Scherzer ready to go to win the game almost. And then you have Corbin for game four, and you have Strasburg for five with Scherzer available again. I don't know. I, mean, I actually it love it. I actually love it. You've won me over. I, it depends where Max is head at. And they at the same the time, if Annabelle goes out there today and he doesn't have the lead, yeah, you just bullpen, you hope something happens, and then you have Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin ready for the final two games. So that's my head's there. Um, that could be totally off, but it, it makes a ton of sense. It does. I kind of like it. You won me over. And then for the Dodgers, Jim, it's Ryu season. and I have a fun fact for you. What's your fun fact, James? Ryu and Anabal Sanchez squared up once this season. Ooh, I know you like that. What do you think the outcome was? Um, zero, zero tie. Dodgers won four to two. Ryu okay. went 6.2 innings with one earned run. And Anabal went seven innings with one earned run. Ryu, man, he he his season only had one blemish, basically, um, a three game stretch there where he wasn't good. Outside of that, he's got the lowest ERA in the National League. <laughs> um, I I was talking about how I was impressed the Braves have Soroka go in Game Three. <laughs> Here's Ryu, uh, the guy that was leader in the clubhouse for the Cy Young up until about five weeks ago. Um, so yeah, I mean, where are you at with Ryu, Jim? I'm good with him. I, I like him. He has another outing against the Nationals that he went eight innings pitched, one hit. So, I mean, he's got some film to look back on and kind of feel like, okay, I did this right. I mean, it's up to the Nationals to make the adjustments, but he's looked pretty good against them. I mean, what is that? That was uh, basically 14.2 innings pitched of one run ball. Yeah. He uh his his postseason numbers aren't super impressive. Thirty five innings pitched, uh four one one ERA and seven starts. They're not bad. Um, last year he got torched in the NLCS by Milwaukee, and in the World Series he got torched by Boston. Um, in the DS last year he had a really good start against the Braves. So, um, interesting to see. I think um, I don't two, know. If he, he's had three good postseason starts and four not great yeah I'd, I'd i'd love to hear from braves fans like are you confident or is it going to be kind of almost the soroka thing i said except with a veteran like after one inning could dodger fans tell me like oh yeah ryu's going to be seven shutout today or are they going to be like he's not going to make it to the fifth one national has a home run against ryu if you guess it correctly i will look you in the eye and say Great guess. Steven Strasburg. You're an idiot. Damn. It's Rendon. Anthony Rendon. Two doubles, one hit in 11 plate appearances, 273 batting average. Nothing else doing. This is going to be a pitcher's duel. You think so? I think both of them are. It's okay. a National League. It's, you got... You got Soroka and Wayno, and you got Ryu. I mean, if if any's the weak link, it's Sanchez. Yeah. But we'll see because the Dodgers. What's your, what's your gut telling you, Jim? Dude, I love your Scherzer plan. So, like, I'm kind of yeah. on the Nationals now. Need a lead. You need the lead, and then you can go to Scherzer with Strasburg and Corbin for games four and five and then it's like all right max you were a weird role in the ds but that's because right. we needed you in the wild card it set you up funky for the ds if we win you're our game one starter for the cs because you'll be on yeah. rest it's fucking awesome plan and i i think i think last year's red sox changed baseball man i really i really do um just because I, for years, like if you told a starting pitcher, you told Max Scherzer 
three years ago, hey, we might need you out of the pen today. <laughs> I think he'd tell you to go fuck yourself. Well, usually it's just um, extra innings games, you know, like Mussina in 03. Right. And, but it's not like in the nine-inning plan. The Dodgers I mean, haven't like, scored what? many runs, man. They, I mean, yeah. okay, so actually they have, but I said this the other day, because those four against the Nationals' terrible bullpen. Right, Rainey, I, Rodney. I, yeah, yeah, I don't, like, I don't really count. Rainey and Rodney and then Hunter Strickland coming in, who's got nothing. Yeah. So, like, Ooh. Sorry I, know, if you're listening, I, I know it's a little tough, but the Dodgers' offense hasn't blown a game open against good pitching. It's only yeah. been two games, so it's a little unfair to say that. Uh, oh, but Jim, I think Anibal Sanchez on the mound. This isn't Scherzer. This isn't Strasburg. This isn't Ryu. This isn't this isn't Soroka. This is Anibal Sanchez. You've got Cody Bellinger, Max Muncie. It is time for those big lefties in the Dodgers to put up. Today's the day. Today's, Today's your only chance. <laughs> yeah, and then what runs did the Dodgers score in game two? They had uh they had uh, Munt. Muncie got uh, Doolittle. Yeah, and uh, then the first other run was like a Beatty, Beatty single, jock double, Turner sack fly against six inning Strasburg. Okay, so I, I I would like the Dodgers to erupt. Okay, I, because like they're supposed to be this high octane team and good offense and uh against this a good like against a starting pitcher but we'll see that's why they haven't done it yet i mean and bellinger's hitless that's my storyline i had some dodgers fans reach out and they were like no 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 no. we're very worried about bellinger yeah like this is uh we're like one more hitless game away from it being a huge plot line yeah today's the day today's the day Cool. I think that's everything. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with another episode to recap these two National League games. And then Monday's another wild day with four games. Preview in four. Damn. That's nuts. You got any closing thoughts, Jake? You still like baseball? Love baseball. I really love baseball. I will. I said this yesterday. I was hoping to like watch just 10 minutes of college football just to go away. Didn't happen. So I I need ho- – hopefully I can watch, like, the final drive of an NFL game, and I think that'll lev- level me off just a little bit. It's kind of interesting because you and I are coming at this from a weird perspective because we're doing a ton of work and, like, got to watch the games. Then we got to yeah. talk about the games every day. And we're like, hey, dude, once we're out of the divisional series, it kind of gets a lot easier because there's only – yeah. There's only two series going on, maybe one game a night. Like, how often do they double up on the in the CS? Like, not once or it's twice. It's probably like every other. Yeah, and yeah. then after that, um, the World Series. But yeah, we're uh, we're in the grind. We appreciate everyone that's listening and in it with us. So thank you. Stick around. Leave a five star rating and review if you would like. That would be uh, considerate. We appreciate it. They do more than they do more than you think, and we hate asking for them. Go baseball. See you tomorrow.